0: And many times the ugly, the uh feeling is there in order to let us know where we are. It's a guidance system. It's your North Star to let you go, oh, you're you're going in the wrong direction. You're traveling south when you want to be going north, or you're going east when you want to be going west, and that's that ugly feeling. And I had it hardcore last night. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl Podcast Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Get Up Girl. Today's episode is all about the perspective of owning a business from a brick and mortar standpoint, and also from events. Now, I have noticed that from the pandemic, from the past year, I have noticed that there's two camps. There's one camp of my business is doing better because of the pandemic or my business or businesses are creating less because of the pandemic and then there's also a third camp of my business was creating less because of the pandemic and I changed and I did things differently and now I'm even doing better than I did before in my past business and this is for all the listeners that own a business or are working for a company that has felt the the absence of sales because of the pandemic. And this is not to make anybody right or to make anybody wrong. This is to just show the the viewpoint from that standpoint. And it's all about pandemic business frustrations. I really want to get, you know, pretty open and raw and cracked open and vulnerable during this episode. As the one year has come up for the pandemic, it's really hit me and I'm aware that I'm pissed off. Now I'm really pissed off because I'm able to, not able, but now I'm more aware and looking at, wow, this is what's changed. And here's the interesting thing. I'm so incredibly grateful for this last year. It has been the worst year of my life and the best year of my life. And one of the best things that came out of it was that I am able to work from home. I'm able to focus on what I'm really good at, which is speaking and being on video and, and coaching people and things of that nature without all the other headaches of the brick and mortar. And I'm very grateful for that and such a gift. And I'm also aware that I'm starting all over again. And throughout my 25 plus years of entrepreneurship I've had to, or I've chosen, or I have started all over again about three or four times, literally back from scratch, start over again, back from scratch. And it feels like, am I ever going to get a break kind of feeling? And I'm really asking the question of how am I creating this? Am I creating this start, stop, start, stop? And I'm not aware of uh, of the answer yet, but that has been one of the questions. And how can I stop that? How can I stop the start and stop, start and stop? Or do I flourish there? Do I actually flourish in starting all over? I wonder. Yet when I'm starting all over, it doesn't feel good. And I always know that I'm going to pick myself up. And that's why I'm the get up girl. Okay. So like I said, this episode is from the viewpoint from a business owner who owns a brick and mortar during the pandemic. And what I'm aware of is that a lot of things are shifting and brick and mortars may be a thing of the past or maybe only the stronger survive and we're moving into a whole new era of how we purchase things and do business and do things online with brick and mortar, maybe with both. And there's five things that I've been doing in order to get out of the funk, in order to get out of the ugly, in order to get out of the, I want to give up. Because this episode was triggered by last night. I had a, a tantrum and I had a, I want to give up moment. And that I'm going to go into my five things that I do in order to get out of the ugly, get out of the funk. And many times the ugly, the feeling is there in order to let us know where we are. It's a guidance system. It's your north star to let you go, oh, you're, you're going in the wrong direction. You're traveling south when you want to be going north, or you're going east when you want to be going west, and that's that ugly feeling. And I had it hardcore last night, and that's what created this episode, and I want to share it with you. There is nothing wrong with throwing the tantrum, and there's nothing right with throwing a tantrum. It just was, and I chose it, and I chose it well last night, and I really 10X'd. That tantrum, and here are the five things that I've been doing and top five things in order to you know shift through something and if you don't own a business or maybe your business is thriving and there's just other funks, maybe your family or your body or things like that you, that you want to get out of. the first thing is I do is I remind myself. I remind myself of Joanna, you've been here before. you've created businesses before. They took a while to get off and running, and you've made it work before, and you've created wonderful things in the past. Your child is only one year old right now, and your child can't even walk, which is my business. And I like to compare businesses to people. Many times we give birth to a business, give birth to a child, and but we want it to go to college right away. Go! Go! And, or so we want to launch a business and make money right away. And it's like, God, the kid can't even change its own diaper. It can't walk. It can't talk yet. It's not even in kindergarten yet. Wait till they get into high school. Then they can kind of fend for themselves. And then they go to college. And then they're a little bit more on themselves. I mean, when are they fully on their own, right? And not every business is like that. It helps me kind of go, okay, Joanna, I'm not going to be making the same. Or maybe what else is possible? but I may not be making the same exact what I was pre-COVID and post-COVID. So that's the reminder. And when I opened my dance studio in 2004, today I was blow drying my hair and I remembered, yeah, Joanna, it took me two years until I paid myself. And two years, man, I ate. I was very skinny because I didn't eat much. I didn't have much money. I ate peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I just fended food from anybody that had food, Uh, my boyfriend, if he would feed me. We had a a vending machine at the dance studio, and that would be my dinner. I would literally go to the vending machine and just pull something out because I had the key, and that's what I would eat And for two years, and then until it became profitable. So I'm like, oh, Joanna, I'm barely one year right now, and that's one year of starting this business without even having prep time. I mean, I started this business in two weeks, right? When the pandemic started, boom, March 15th, April 1st, I had a whole new business. So I'm like, I I gave myself some grace for that. So that's the reminder. Number one is reminder. Number two is I go into question. Now, let me preface this. When you're in the funk, when I'm in the funk, in my experience, that's the last thing I want to do. The last thing I want to do is ask a question because I'm just so frustrated. And until I get out of the funk, throw my tantrum and then get out of it, So last night I did not ask a question, but then this morning I went into questions, and here's the question, the big question that I'm asking myself right now. What can I do different? How can I do it differently? Because what I've been doing for a year did so well for a year, and now how can I do it different? That has been my question. I'm also going to give you a couple other questions. What's the gift in this right now that I'm not seeing? Now that question I asked all year last year, and now I'm on to a new question of, okay, Did that, great, I saw the gift, now how do I do it different? What can I change up here? What else is possible that I can't see right now? What else is possible that I have blinders to? Show me, show me what else is possible. God, universe, show me because I can't see it right now and I need your help, show me. Where are you? What is it? And get really curious. Y'all know how to ask my questions, right? In case you're new to the show, but get really curious. Don't answer the question and then pause, be open for the awareness. So that's number two, my new favorite question right now. Number three is having a lot of allowance for all of it. Having allowance for all of it. And this is what that means. Many times we have allowance for the pretty and the good. We have a lot of allowance. We love when things look pretty. We love when things are easy. We love when things are, you know, good. And when things are ugly and when things are not so fun, we close off and we don't have the allowance for it. And last night I threw a tantrum I threw a really good tantrum and I had allowance for it. Now, sometimes people are not able to watch you throw a tantrum or watch you cry or watch you while you're down because they want to help you and fix you. And last night I didn't want to be fixed. I didn't want help. I just wanted to throw the tantrum. That was it. I felt like a two-year-old child just let me in my bedroom run and kick and scream and cry and yell. And sometimes two-year-olds just need to do that. And who says that the terrible twos, you grow out of it? I didn't grow out of it. I still have them. I... so often have a two-year-old tantrum and I do it very well because when I was younger and I used to throw these tantrums or get angry and I would beat myself up. I would judge the heck out of myself for throwing, like for being angry or yelling because everybody around me was like, what's wrong? How can I help you? I'm like, there's, there's nothing you can do right now. Just how you can help me is allow me to throw the tantrum, have the allowance for me, Love me through the ugly and love me through the pretty. And just the way I ask others to love me through all of it, I ask you to love yourself and have the allowance for all of it and throw those tantrums. And if people around you are not able or willing to receive those tantrums, then do them by yourself. Just have like a tantrum because it's like a kettle just waiting to burst and then it's going to burst anyway. And last night it burst and I felt so much better. Number four is I'm aware of when I compare. When I'm comparing myself to other people is when I fall into the rabbit hole. And here's the thing. I was talking on a a webinar with one of my gals. Shout out to Maria Concha. She is the manifesting ninja out there. Follow her on Instagram. And I was talking on her mastermind webinar and I was really vulnerable and open. I'm like. Ladies, be aware when you're watching other people on Instagram saying, I made six figures in one month and I did this and um, I have, a, a let me teach you how I did it. And then you start to compare and you're like, God, God, I've had this business for so long and I don't have that many clients. Please know that many times when they give you their revenue, it's not profit. Revenue is not profit. And I'm going to say that again. Revenue is not profit. And when they say, oh, I made six figures in a month. Okay, cool. I mean, that's amazing. How does it get better than that? And what's the profit? Now, if it's six figures profit, I'm like, "Ooh, cool. Now, what was the revenue? Maybe it was seven figures revenue and six figures profit. I'm not saying this to say that everybody's lying and that everybody is, you know, embellishing in what they're doing. But what I'm, what I'm uh, aware of to tell you is that When you start to go down the comparison rabbit hole, just know that not everything is what it seems. Many times things are opposite than what they seem, and many times what they seem, that they're opposite. I know that's a tongue twister. But just know that many times things are opposite in life, and sometimes what we just see, we believe. And what if it's totally opposite? And what if none of it's true? And I know that's like a big philosophical boom, mind bomb. And I say that because I want to flip your brain upside down and go, not everything is always as it seems. And if you start to go down that comparison rabbit hole, then you're going to start to buy everything, every scroll on Instagram. And you're like, oh my gosh, I just feel so behind. So once you start to compare, know that it's not yours we're highly aware human beings. And what we're doing is we might be picking up other people's comparisons. We might be picking up what they think of themselves. I mean, there's an infinite, infinite things that you can be aware of. So when we go down the comparison rabbit hole, many times we'll hear, you know, coaches say, well, just don't compare yourself and just think positive. And you're like, oh my God, I'm trying, but I'm still comparing myself. So once you go into the comparison rabbit hole, just go, hey, Okay, cool, this isn't mine. You're just buying it. It's not mine. Cool, now what is mine? What is this? And many times jealousy is a call to action. Let me say that one more time. Jealousy is a call to action. Comparison is a call to action. When jealousy comes up, there's usually information there. Comparison, when it comes up, there's usually information there but what happens is we're taught not to be jealous we're taught not to compare we're taught not to feel what we're feeling so then we push it down even more instead of asking a question like hmm what is this yesterday i was on instagram and i saw a post and i got so jealous and then i got so rageful i was so angry because this one business looks like you know it's doing well and i was so jealous and i stopped and i asked the question Joanna, what is this? What is here? What's the information? And the information I got, the awareness I got is that I can do something different. That business that I saw on Instagram has nothing to do with me. My own business has something to do with me. And the jealousy was the information that it's time to change things up. It's been a year, Joanna. It's time to change things up. That's how I came up with number two, the question of, how can I do it different? What can I do different? Woo! Jealousy is a call to action. The moment you try to pretend it's not there, the moment you read a meme that says "Don't be jealous" or "You know, stop judging people," it's like it's gonna come up. And all it is is information. We gotta give ourselves more grace and more allowance because we're trying to pretend that we're not feeling things. We're trying to pretend that things aren't there, and all it is is a barometer. I said, it's a, it's a North star. It's letting you know that something's off and there's information there. And what is it? And ask a question and get curious without the judgment of judging the heck out of yourself as you do it. Cause I am the queen of judging myself through it. Cool. And last one, number five is reevaluate. It's kind of like, um, uh, You know, number two, how can I do it different, but reevaluate like, all right, let's start all over because this is what I was aware of. I was going for one year and I didn't reevaluate. I reevaluated last March of 2020, started the pandemic, started something new, and I hadn't really reevaluated. I had like a little bit, but not like, okay, let's start from zero again. Let's relook at everything again. What's going on here? What is this? How can I go through my finances one more time? How can I look at this P&L one more time? How can I look at my core values one more time? How can I look at my avatar one more time? How can I look at my offerings that I have one more time? Like reevaluate, reevaluate, and then go even deeper and more granular. How can I reevaluate? Does the business want something different? Do I want something different in my life? Is there something that's not fulfilling me anymore? Like really reevaluate because when the barometer is off, and you have that tantrum. There's information there. And the information I got was that it's time to reevaluate and change some stuff. I'm like, okay, got it. And then it went to that number two of how do I do it different? So these are really not in any particular order, but y'all get what I'm saying. So let's um let's reevaluate. Or let's um <laughs> you like that, let's reevaluate. Let's start all over from one, two, three, and five so that we can review and and then I'll send you off into your day. Number one is remind yourself, remind yourself where you are. If your business is a baby business, boom, cool. And if your business is a little bit older and it's not working, well, maybe it's time to change something up. Reminder that you're actually smarter and you know, and you've done stuff before and you're great. Number two is question. And the question I'm asking is, how can I do it different? What can I do different? Number three is allowance for all of it. All of it, the ugly, the good, and allowance for throwing tantrums and allowance for the pretty. And number four is aware when I compare. I like it because it rhymes. And the last one, number five, is reevaluate. Reevaluate, maybe you need to start over, maybe you need to change some big things and ask some more questions. Ooh, that was really lethargic for me. I hope it was helpful for you. And if your business is thriving, congratulations! Great job. And how can we even change that and do that different and do it even better? Right? Please DM me on Instagram or anywhere else, uh, Facebook and LinkedIn at Joanna Vargas Official. All platforms, Joanna Vargas Official. And reminder: I have a new 30-day challenge coming up in April. I do not know the theme yet, but if you are interested, please. I want you to text the word challenge to 323-524-9857. It's also in my Instagram, the word text right there. You can text me or just swipe up in the show notes and the phone number will be there. I'm so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. And remember, if you want something different, choose something different. And remember, get back up. You got this. See you next time.